0: And if you've been listening to the guest series on the Author to Authority podcast, you will know that about the last four or five episodes have been with people that I just met at a podcast conference. And I'm not going to try to say it because I messed it up the last three times. But I was at an amazing podcast one day conference in December just before Christmas. And there was a lot of great teaching and training, but we got to do on-the-spot interviews with an amazing array of experts. And Jeff is one of those people. Now, from the elevator pitch to keynote speeches, Jeff guides people to the right words for each situation. As a speaker and trainer, he has received rave reviews, speaking over 800 times. This man knows how to speak. Reaching tens of thousands of business professionals. He is the author of 30 Seconds to Success, generating referrals with your elevator pitch, and the upcoming Speaking as a Business Strategy, Nine Laws to Business Speaking Success. So, welcome to the show, Jeff.
1: Thank you, Kim. It's Potapalooza.
0: Oh, thank you. Uh, we're three hours ahead here from when the conference is, and I, I'm just, I'm getting tired. So by, I was doing a couple of them and it was just, it was not coming to me. I thought, That's I it.
1: I'm done. I, I pot, I pot, understand.
0: <laughs> so Jeff, share a little bit about yourself. Like how, how have you come to speak 800 times and how did you come to help others be able to speak well and communicate effectively and deliciously? Thanks, Kim. I call what's happened
1: to me career-wise a series of fortunate accidents. Uh, I was—I come from the film business, which led me to the advertising business, which led me to speaking as a way to promote. I was teaching uh, the elevator pitch because I went to a, a meeting for CEO Space in Dallas where they were teaching the elevator pitch, and I clicked with that education joined CEO space and started speaking there at their meetings and helping. And then one day somebody said, Hey, Jeff, would you help? Would you come do that same lesson at our group? And I made sure it was okay. And I went and and did that. And I recognized that I was promoting both my business and the organization by doing that. And then somebody at that event said, would you come do this at our group? And then so on and so on. And I started speaking regularly about that. And I did promote my ad agency. I did get new clients and I, I figured a bunch of things out along the way.
0: Mm -hmm. That is awesome. Was there a time in there when you weren't comfortable speaking? Like, was it hard for you to transition into that or, or was it kind of something where it was like all of a sudden your passion and your purpose came together?
1: A lot of that was part of it, Kim, Uh, I, I'm doing what I was really supposed to be doing all along now with helping people be comfortable speaking and mm-hmm. get better at it, whether it's for thirty seconds or for two, you know for ninety minutes or four hours. But I, I never suffered from the fear of speaking. Fortunately for me. Mm-hmm. you know I mean we all know it's the you know one of the top two fears, and uh, Jerry Seinfeld's joke is that means that half the people at a funeral would rather be in the coffin than giving the eulogy. <laughs>
0: I love that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, but for me, it came naturally. The most nervous I ever was as a speaker was the first time I had to speak to a room full of people I who really knew me well.
0: More mm, okay.
1: nervous in front of you know people I, I would see again than in front of a room full of strangers.
0: True. True. I hadn't thought of it that way.
1: <laughs> but okay. uh now I'm, a, you know, if, if you if you need I, I carry my stuff with me, if I'm at a meeting and somebody says our speaker didn't show up, can you fill in? My answer is always yes.
0: Actually, I can do that too. give me a general topic, give me about a minute and a half to prep and I can talk probably for about 30 minutes. <laughs>
1: well, and I'll even I have my worksheets. Part of what I teach folks. Actually, I have my worksheets and order forms in the trunk of the
0: car. Hmm. You go. So I'm ready to get
1: business from a speaking gig, from a, an impromptu gig.
0: Yes, I should do that because I do have one or two speeches that I can just, yeah, I can just do like that. So, hmm. not that uh, we're a- doing anything in person here where I live in Ontario. We just found mm-hmm. out that uh Omicron is going nuts, and they just slashed all of our how many people can get together. So we will just be able to get together as a family for Christmas, but we cannot even add one more person because we will. Wow. Well,
1: it, at least uh, we've, we've learned by now how to make virtual speaking mm-hmm. successful. Uh, I've definitely been, been, you know, made a pivot in in what I was teaching folks because the groups it took, it, you know, there was maybe a month or two, some of them took off, but by last summer they were, they were meeting virtually. And they still wanted speakers. So Mm -hmm. and and actually one of the the silver linings of the whole pandemic for me has been that I have clients in more places now. And there are groups that will even if they're in person, they'll bring in virtual speakers. Yes. So I can help place folks from other places to other places. And that's been very advantageous for, for people in my business. That is so cool.
0: So, Jeff, I know you've got you've come prepared as a speaker and coach. You've come prepared to be able to talk to my audience of entrepreneurs, professionals, speakers and coaches. Can you please share what you've prepared for us today? Well, the thing is, there
1: are two shoe leather ways and cost effective ways to promote your business at that level. Coaches, speakers, authors and uh, coaches, entrepreneurs, authors. The first is networking. Mm -hmm. getting out there and having a good elevator pitch that'll help you get referrals personal or virtual. Mm -hmm. And the second is speaking. Yeah. Those are the two most cost-effective ways to grow your business. I have
0: become an expert at both. So talk to me, Jeff, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, how do you go about getting speaking gigs? Like that's always been my question. I I do speak a bit. I am hoping to speak more in 2022, but you know, like, where do you find these These places to speak. Well, first you have to identify
1: who your audience is. Who do you, who, who's your customer? And once you do that, then you figure out what groups they hang out in. Sometimes it's rotary. Sometimes it's a chamber of commerce. If it's business owners you know, those are great, great places to go. And there are a lot of networking groups that bring in speakers, whether it's monthly or weekly or, you know, but they all, they bring in speakers a few times a year. Uh, Meetup is a great tool here in Dallas. We use meetup a lot. I know I've found that other cities use Eventbrite more, and those are the two main meeting tools, but then there are specific uh, direct tools for speaking. There's a group, there's a uh, company called Speaker-tunity and and I'll provide links for those uh, for you that that uh, they actually give you. You can buy a list of meetings in your town.
0: Ah, okay.
1: You know, and then there's podcasts, which we're you know we're dealing with today, of course. And and being on podcasts that target people you want to meet is a great way to to expand your speaking and your network. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you if you're trying to sell a book, you need to get in front of a bunch of people and tell a good story and they'll buy it mm-hmm. you know you've got to be able to solve their problems sometimes it's church groups sometimes it's uh, uh, so you know um civic groups mm-hmm. but the main main answer to that question kim is do it don't think so about how, it
0: how do you connect with them though like if you've never been a part of the group or you know something like that you know you may I, know all I, those groups, yeah. but how do you approach them I like to start with email.
1: Some people will do phone call, but I like to send an email first. Uh, Okay. So authors, Mm -hmm. I get on Google and I find out that there is a, uh, a group of a writing group, creative writing group in town on meetup. I find out that there's the uh, association of non, the nonfiction authors association where I have spoken. And uh, I, so I contact the, the contact person for that meeting, I ask them if they bring in speakers and that I'd like to offer my topic. That's how it starts. And sometimes I'll never hear back. And sometimes if, if it's a group I really want to be in front of and I don't hear back through meetup, I'll go to LinkedIn and I'll find them. Because sometimes people don't pay attention to meetup emails. True. And so I'll, I'll find them on LinkedIn and I'll, I'll try to request a connection there. Hey, I'm, I'm looking to speak at your group. I can introduce you to other speakers as well. That kind of thing is, is beneficial as well, where it's not all about me. Would your group find it beneficial to learn about
0: X? Yes.
1: Yeah. One, of my, one, of, one of the sentences in my opening email is, I know how difficult it is to find quality speakers for your group. Because for a lot of my audiences, the ones that don't pay a speaker fee, the booker is a volunteer
0: mm-hmm.
1: or a volunteer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you weren't, at, you weren't at the meeting Wednesday. We put you in charge of speakers.
0: <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> and we, that can we, be a thankless got- job.
1: Yeah, that can be a thankless job until you meet somebody like me, where I have a whole website full of folks that I can help send their way. Uh, but uh, they're because they're out there hitting Google as well.
0: Yes. Well, it's, it's funny. We have the voluntold Mm -hmm. word in our, in our house. And so the kids made it very clear to people that they were being voluntold to do things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And you can keep, they can keep telling themselves that, but sometimes you're a kid and that, that just comes with a job title, Uh, but it happens in those, those associations and civic groups. And, and if you're targeting you know, creative people, there's groups for that. If you're targeting women in business, there's groups for that. Uh, if yeah. you're targeting women in business, there is a women's uh, group for just about every profession. So there's women engineers and women attorneys and women in, in it and et cetera, et cetera. So that, that one uh, can be beneficial as well. And even if you're not targeting women at the, from the get go, you might find out it's not a bad idea.
0: Mm-hmm. That is cool. Thank you, Jeff, because, you know, sometimes you just you kind of know what you need to do, but you're just not sure where to start. And, you know, one thing I've learned, too, is, is it, it is kind of a numbers game, right? Mm-hmm. Like you've just got to, you know, put yourself out there until you start getting yeses.
1: Right. And from the speaking standpoint, it, the, the, it's a it's a whole lot easier than if you're just out as a salesperson. Mm. It takes, there's less no's to get to that first yes, because they really need speakers. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You just want to be talking to the right audience.
0: Yeah. You know, one thing I found effective is, is I had an opportunity uh, locally to speak at a couple of um, storytelling events. Yeah, so, um, I spoke at Mo Mondays, so I got to share my story on Mo Mondays. Um, I was at another event where I got to share the same story. So actually, both events were within a week or so of each other. So I paid to have the videos to get the copies of the videos of that. Oh, and now it's on my website. So I can now direct people you know, if they want a sample of my speaking, I can direct them to me speaking on a stage. That's and very, so, useful to have. You, you know, if, if you get an opportunity to speak and you can get someone to film me speaking it, that's a good thing to have because it makes you stand out. It's like I can prove I'm a good speaker. You know, here's that seven to ten minute clip of me telling my story succinctly, <laughs> interestingly, you know, with a good point to it. You know, I leave people off encouraged, right? You know, I take it's them on fun. that Yay. emotional heroes roller coaster. Yeah.
1: And sometimes that can be your compensation. There are, you know, where you, you make the right arrangements with the people who are doing the uh, event.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it's beneficial to have those, you know, those pieces of proof. And it doesn't cost a lot of money. Even if you know you have a place where you can stand and make it look like you're speaking in front of a group of people, and have you know your family member film yeah. you, but make sure it's it's well done, right? Like you don't yeah, want it I looking
1: mean, cheesy. Before that, I would see if you can hire a local videographer person to come to your event, live event.
0: And but and, if you haven't done live events yeah. yet, you can make it look like you've done a live event.
1: Yeah, it's it's better to do something like this and share that recording in my opinion
0: it depends on how comfortable you are speaking i mean i i could do it i could speak to an empty room and nobody would know i was speaking to an empty room sure i yeah. mean I've, I've spoken enough to the camera and felt like i was speaking to well an empty okay. room.
1: <laughs> my my recommendation was use your webinars and things like that mm-hmm. you don't need to do it you don't need to stage a thing where it looks like you're speaking to an audience if you're you know, if you record your webinars, you are speaking to an audience. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. And and they can see what kind of, you know, what that you, you're a quality speaker and things like that.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But sometimes it's also even just good practice.
1: Well, you should definitely practice and you should video yourself practicing for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, definitely. But so, remember, yeah. when you're out selling your books and stuff, the rotary is not practice. When you're in front of a live audience, that's never practice. That no, is true. business. Yes, I totally agree. There are speakers who refer to that stuff as practice. And I I I vehemently disagree with their with that approach. Practice at home in front of a mirror, in front of your family, in front of your stuffed animals, in front of your pets. But once you're in front of another person that doesn't know you, that's not practice. That's that's your job. That's where you're you're working.
0: And it needs to be professional, whether you're you're doing it to an audience of one or whether you're doing it to an audience of thousands.
1: That's correct. And sometimes you'll be told there'll be 30 people there and you show up and there'll be three.
0: But you and, see, this is the thing. People get discouraged, sense. but they yeah. don't know who those three people are.
1: The, the, what I believe, what I firmly believe, Kim, is the right people are there. Mm. Yes. And you yes. don't know who they are. You don't
0: know who they know. You don't know what kind of influence they have. Exactly. So give them your best. Mm -hmm. So what kind of talks work well,
1: would you say? You. okay? so very good question. Nowadays, audiences and businesses want results. Mm -hmm. The days of the motivational speaker are over. The days of the inspirational speaker are over. You can inspire your audience to do something specific. You can, you know, motivate them to get some results. But the days of, of the and except for celebrities, that that's always, a, you know, doesn't 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 account for that doesn't count for that rule. <clears throat> but you need to show what problem you solve.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, you need to do this as an author in the first place anyway. Right. I mean, if you're talking and as about an entrepreneur. Yeah. If we're talking about nonfiction, if we're talking about fiction, that's a different different conversation if you wanted to speak to promote a fiction story, a novel, I would come up with something business related or personal development related, you know? So if your clients, you know, if your client, that's funny, if your, your hero or heroine's journey is about, you know, get overcoming adversity as a bottom line thing, then do a quick talk about over how people have overcome adversity Mm -hmm. And tell a cup, tell a story from history and then tell a teaser story about your character and then shut up.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You know, what? something I've learned is just as important to know when to speak as (laughs) when not to speak.
1: Yeah. In in art, I used to be again in marketing and advertising. We talked a lot about white space on on a print Mm -hmm. ad. And the silences are the light space when you're speaking.
0: Yeah. And and you have to have them. Like I've been taking um, speaker training and coaching the, uh, the last few years. Good for you. And sometimes the pauses are more important because you need to give time for people sometimes to reflect on what you've just said. That's and right. And if you move on too quickly, they miss it.
1: And at the end of the talk, when you ask them to buy something, you really need to make sure that's the last thing you say. Yes. It doesn't have to be time to buy my book. It can be if you don't invest in yourself, who will.
0: Mm -hmm. And sometimes I find too, you have to give them a clear, strong call to action. Like you have to tell them what it is you want them to do. You need an order form. Yeah.
1: Always have an order form. Even if you're just selling one book.
0: Yep. You know, or it could be something like if you're, if you're talking in a live event, If you're ready to change your life and you want my book, follow me back to my table, right? Like tell them what it is that you want them to do, you know, come grab an order form, you know, Mm -hmm. or if it's pre-organized, you would then instruct, you know, the helpers or whatever to hand out the order form. I mean, that's something that's really powerful too, is to, you know, already have that in place so that they've already got it and people can just raise their hand and they get the order form and they're already filling it out.
1: Right. Well, you want to give it to everybody. Yes. And then lay after that, you know, say, hey. And now what, what I do is I have people say, I, I hand out the form a few minutes before the end and say, I'm going to be giving something away. Put your business card in the bucket. And what I'm giving away is on this or on this form. Nice. So, so they drop it in the bucket and then you give one away. And, and that's that helps people want to buy it.
0: Mm-hmm. Plus, uh, you have the but, contact information, too. Uh, absolutely. Wow. Well, Jeff, if people have enjoyed what we've been talking about today and they want to connect with you, how can they find you? The best
1: easiest way is to go to speakercoop opcom slash education. Okay. And sign up for some free stuff. And there's a button there to, to, uh, schedule an appointment with me.
0: That is awesome. And they, it is, the link is in the show notes. So if you kind of missed that, just go to the show notes. Well, thank you so much, Jeff. I have really enjoyed this conversation today. So this has been Jeff Klein and Kim Thompson-Pinder on the Author to Authority podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the very next episode. Bye now. Thank you for listening to the Author to Authority podcast podcast. I have a free gift that I would love to give you. Coming out this year, I am releasing my book, Author to Authority. And if you are an entrepreneur, solopreneur, small business owner, professional coach or speaker, and you wanna find out how to gain visibility and how to build your business bigger, stronger, faster, then I recommend that you download a free sample of the Author to Authority book at www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book. It's going to be a great resource for you that teaches the author to authority concept and the six key areas that you build authority in and how you can use a book to do it all faster. So don't forget, get your free copy today.